You're listening to Zeitgeist Banana, a podcast all about the English language. My name's Gideon. I'm in Paris and I'm joined once again by John in London. Hello, John. How are you? No, I'm in Amsterdam. You're, you're in Amsterdam? <laughs> well, what accent is that? <laughs> my Dutch accent. It was good, wasn't it? Not really. But my <laughs> Dutch accent, I think it's a little bit better than yours. He's like, hello, John. How are you today? Oh, you yeah. That, fine? That, that, that's really good. Yeah. A bit like better? That. Yeah, it's a bit not better. perfect. I like the Dutch perfect. accent. It's a beautiful language, Dutch, isn't it? It is, yeah, very much. Yeah, so. yeah. I don't speak it, but I, I like the sound. It's very musical. Yeah. And why am I talking about Dutch? Why are we talking about Dutch? Because that's the theme of today's podcast. Yes, indeed. It is the influence of Dutch on the English language. And if you're learning English, if you're learning English, stay tuned because one percent of the English language, of the origin of English words come from Dutch. Did you know that? Did you know that, John? I didn't. Well, only 1%. That's... Well, actually, 1% is quite a lot. When you think one in every 100 words, 100 everyday words that we use is from Dutch, then, yeah, yeah that's quite a lot. Yeah, that, that's a good point, actually, isn't it? I, yeah, I'm of course. Sure um, we won't go over all the statistics today because they're there. Anyway, they're, they're up for debate, the statistics, for many different reasons, which I'll go into another time. But, you know, about 40% is French and about 15% is Latin. And um, uh, what, before the listeners get angry about my statistics, I'm actually making a video about how statistics for the origins of the English language are compiled and it's a very contentious thing mm. we won't talk about it today trust okay. me it's very interesting too trust me but approximately one percent are dutch and and john you mm. teach english don't you don't i you? do teach english yeah. I, I teach english and i don't know if you had the same experience as me but i well i teach in in france in paris at the moment i've taught in spain also in the uk but that's another story but when you teach people who, who uh, have Romance languages as their first language, then they almost always default to the Romance word, the Latin-based word when they're speaking. So, for example, in, they'll say, I prefer to go to the cinema than the theatre, whereas a native speaker might say something like, I'd rather go to the theatre. You see what I mean? Yeah, and yeah, that, that's true, isn't it? I hadn't really thought about that, but that's very true, yes. Another example, there's a strong possibility that, I don't know, this thing will happen. And a native speaker might use the word possibility, might use the word likelihood. There's a strong likelihood that this could happen. Mm. But then when in class you use the word likelihood, they don't understand it. What was that? I've never heard it before. And it's because they're referencing you know, the words that, that cross over, familiar in their own language. Mm. Have you noticed that, John? I have noticed that. Yeah, I mean, it, it makes sense though, right? Doesn't it? Because you always want to have a connection. And yeah. if you create a connection, then it's easier to remember things, isn't it? It's, it's important, especially, once again, if, you, if you're teaching these kind of people, uh, that, to give them vocabulary, which is not Latin-based, because some words are really common and they don't know it. And it, also, it surprises me even to this day. So I'm, I'm making a point of it now. And Dutch is, well, it's a good starting place as well. Lots of common Dutch words that we'll look at in a minute. Mm. And likelihood, is that a Dutch word? I don't think so. Okay. I don't have the etymology <laughs> at hand, but it's not uh, from a 
uh, Latin language. Oh, okay. Pretty sure. Interesting. Pretty sure. Mm. Any idea why there are so many Dutch words in English? Is it something to do with our trade with the Dutch in the past and the fact that we had uh, close relations? Something well, yes, that? many reasons, mm. many reasons. Starting off point, lots of tr tribes, because actually Britain is close to that part of the world. So tribes came over, as well as the Anglos, the Saxons, the Frisians came over, spoke kind of Dutch. And by the way, just as an aside, the closest language to English is Frisian. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, it, 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 closest it, it, language to Frisian. Okay. Closest language to English is Frisian. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. You'd, you'd be hard-pressed to understand Frisian, but maybe it's quite easy to learn. There are lots of things we have in common grammatically and vocabulary-wise. That, it's kind of from the north of uh, the Netherlands, isn't it? Is that yeah. Right? And also, there are other reasons, too. When the Norman conquest uh, in 1066, uh, a lot of the soldiers that came over along with the Normans were actually Dutch soldiers. Mm. Yeah. And then it carried on. There was immigration. And in certain trades, the Dutch were very strong in shipping, in medicine, I think, uh, the, the, the beer industry. They, they made beer. They still do in Belgium and the Netherlands. So a lot of words related to beer, such as, for an example. Yeah. Such I, as uh, I brewery, that. I think is a Dutch word. Ah. Hops, that comes from Dutch. Does it now? And later on, we were trading partners and also rivals as well. Yeah, rivals in war. We went to war with them. We, we did, didn't we? A few times, yeah. Yeah. What we're going to do today, John, is we're going to look at some English words of Dutch origin, a few common ones, everyday ones, that you can add to your armory of English vocabulary, some very good words, and also... I've got three idioms that relate to the time when the English and Dutch were, well, at, at war or at least at conflict. So we'll look at that too. Are you ready? I am ready. I'm always ready to improve my English vocabulary. <laughs> okay. So the first word, da, 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 da. as I said, a lot to do with drink. It's already mentioned the word booze booze uh, booze yeah uh, i must have some booze have you got some booze i yeah my fridge is full of booze i'm sure this is one of those words when i say the word booze in the class people don't know what it is but it's a very common word isn't it it is i suppose it's it's not really an official word is it it's because slang isn't it i would say it's i would say slang because it's used everywhere but yeah. it's, um, how do you say, a um, informal, informal term for alcoholic yeah. beverages, isn't it? It is, yeah. It's a good phrase, though, isn't it? People do use yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. John, why I'm talking about booze in my English class. but um, Is know, that how you, you help your students? You hand out booze? Only before the exams. <laughs> and why would I do that? Why would I do that? Well, come to the first expression. You're giving me the opportunity. Why would I give booze? to my students before the exam to give them dutch courage to give them dutch courage very good very good yes uh so dutch courage you want to explain that one dutch courage is normally when you drink some it's like a spirit isn't it something you like a whiskey or something like that you would have a whiskey to 
you know give you confidence before you do something to to settle your nerves exactly it's getting your courage like a false a false courage the courage you get from alcohol isn't it so they used to give a tot of rum to soldiers who went over the top to to start fighting in the first world war that'd be an example of dutch courage mm-hmm. or john if you see a, a a girl that you like across the dance floor you want to go and speak to her uh then you might take a drop of dutch courage um, yeah yeah that what you do i i always do that yeah <laughs> okay uh we'll talk about that another time so that's dutch courage our first idiom so put that one down yeah, I'm I'm noting it down. Yeah, because I okay. I didn't know that. Um, no, but it, so why does it why is it Dutch courage? Why why does it come from the Dutch? I think th- this is up for debate. Mm. But they say again, it's a time when we were at conflict with the Dutch, and yeah, the Dutch weren't as courageous as the British. They needed some booze in order to get their courage. So oh, really? maybe it's a pejorative term. But as I said, not exactly sure of the origin. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that, that makes sense though. Yeah. Another word is to snoop. I like the word. I, they sound nice, the Dutch words as well in English. To snoop. Snoop. What, yes. I like have you been one. snooping around again, John? I've warned you about that. Yeah. Well, I, I yes. Sorry. Um, <laughs> snooping around is kind of like, um, yeah, you're look, looking for things, aren't you? So, for, say, for example, food, been snooping around the cupboards, trying to find some chocolate. Snooping around. Yeah, it's a bit like spying, isn't it? Except you're not spying for government or anybody. Just, you're just spying for yourself. You are, yeah. I suppose you're kind of looking for something, aren't you? And, you know, kind of maybe your parents have hidden the chocolate and you're snooping around in the cupboards. Yeah. Okay, next word. I'll give you just um, half a dozen words, John. Some uh, not well, not for you, but for the listeners, these are beautiful words. You should definitely use them. The next one, I love this one. It is to hanker. 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 I like now, that. One. Once again, my French students would say something I desire adventure. Whereas a native speaker might say, I'm hankering for some adventure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And you think so? Yeah, that's a nice word as well. I yeah, it's a nice word. Like- a strong mm-hmm. desire for something. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm really hankering for some adventure. Are you hankering for anything, John? I'm hankering for some adventure, yeah. I'm ha- hankering for a trip to the Netherlands, to Amsterdam. Okay. okay. Yeah, now okay. you've been talking about it, I want to go drink beer, snoop yeah. around a bit. I did, I did uh, do a Google search for, for hankering for an example for this episode, and the first one that came up was hankering for chicken. Try this. <laughs> hankering. I don't know if you hanker for chicken, but maybe you can hanker for food, can't you? You, you I can. The, I craving yeah. would be the other word we use for food, I thought. But, but you know, I suppose you can use hankering as well, can't you? That's true. I mean, I, often it would be <clears> craving, <throat> wouldn't it, for food, as you say. It's, it's more common to use that. Whereas, yeah, hankering is maybe more of a, a real, you know, desire to do something interesting yeah. and exciting, isn't it? Yeah. 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 So... The next word, uh, this word, you, I think my students would know it, but it has interesting origins. It's a uh, geek. Geek. Geek, ah. yeah, which comes from gek, which in Dutch means uh, crazy or a fool. 
Mm. So it's strange, isn't it? It's, it's changed. That is very strange, yes. So now a geek is a person. I think the way they use it in, in French, sometimes they know the word geek, but they use it differently. It's Because I think it's just always about technology, isn't it? If you're a geek, you're really into technology. Yeah, you're a geek, aren't you? I'm a little geek. Yeah. I'm a geek. I don't need to own all the all the things, but I'm really interested in like new technology and how it all works or how it all fits together and the way we're moving as, as a... As a, as a society as the human race the way we're we're headed uh i find that fascinating so i am a bit of a geek in that way i like technology how it works but i don't need to own the latest iphone or anything like that no no but you you take it a real interest don't you as you say like yeah depends. yeah yeah sort of yeah yeah i like that stuff but you um i i i think to some extent i think men in general are more likely to be geeky aren't they so I think, you know, yeah. I mean, maybe that's a bit of a generalization, but uh, I think men like geeky things. You're going to get some complaints now online. <laughs> oh, Johnny, I know it's not true. It's true. Well, you know, you've got to tra- create some controversy so that we get more hits. That's, that's it, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> For a moment to hankering, maybe it's a good moment to mention a few food items that come from dutch you'd be surprised because they're not famed for their cuisine nevertheless there are quite a few food words from dutch mm. you don't know do you you don't know do you what, what I, i'm trying are. i'm trying to trying to think of one uh flapjack <laughs> oh i don't know that's a good one it sounds a bit dutch doesn't it it does doesn't I, it does sound a bit yeah i don't know is the answer or Oh, what what do they put on waffle? That must be Dutch, is it? Interesting. I'm not sure about the origin. I'll just tell you the words I've got here in front of me. <laughs> okay. You're doing very well though. Yeah. Good, good guesses, I think. Even though I know they're right or wrong. They could be guesses. Dutch. Dutch. Cookie. Yeah. Cookie. Cookie is Dutch. Yeah. Ooh. Cookie. Yeah. I'm hankering for a cookie. So if you say I'm hankering for a cookie, it's a w- expression almost completely made of Dutch words. Wow. That's yeah. interesting, yeah. Yeah, because cookies is very popular in the United States, isn't it? It may have something to do with the fact that the Dutch ran New York mm. and that part, New Amsterdam, it was called. And so maybe some of the words came in, you know, via the Dutch that way. Because there are there are places in New York with Dutch names like Harlem. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. just one more, there are a few others as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh coleslaw is Dutch. Coleslaw. Yeah, I don't like coleslaw. <laughs> That's neither here nor there. It's from Dutch. Is it? Wow. Yeah. Okay. I'm hankering for cookies and coleslaw. Together. Oh, this is an interesting yeah, combination. Coleslaw cookies. <laughs> and scone. Scone. Oh, the via Scottish. This is this is according to uh, I think the Wikipedia. I'm not sure, maybe not. So scone comes via Scottish, and it's in fact which took it from dutch schönbread schönbrood 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 schön like means uh, bright and broad is bread bright bread yeah mm. is that because it's got razors in it is that is that why i i, I have no idea i don't know they don't, know, don't necessarily have rain raisins in or well, kind of sultanas don't they yeah not always no not always hmm. Hey John. I don't know what kind of scone no, you're you getting have. your scone from. <laughs> no, well, okay. Mine are obviously better. 
Yeah. Uh, pickle. From the pickle. Dutch pickle. Yeah. Pickle. Yeah. I'm hankering for some pickle and some cold. Why am I doing an American impression? I don't know. Hankering for some pickle and some coleslaw with yeah. a scone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So those are some of the food words. And I said they were related to medicine. A lot of, I don't know why, but some words related to medicine come from Dutch. And what is another word for a doctor? A quack. Ah, oh, very good. Correct. Absolutely quack. Correct. A quack, which is short, short for quacksalve, ah. which we've lost the salve part in English, but it comes from the duck. Quacksalve, which literally means someone who uses ointments. Right. Yeah. But now but it's it, a pejorative term for a, for a doctor, isn't it? It you is. See, you, you yeah. Just, I've got to see the quack. It's not, don't say that to your doctor, by the way. Hello, quack. No, don't. <laughs> no, because it suggests that they're not really qualified, doesn't it? And uh, they're not really Possibly, real. Possibly, yeah. 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 So that's it. Maybe let's move on to a couple of expressions. Are you ready for this? Mm, I'm very ready. So we've already looked at... Dutch courage. Now, if you take your very special lady friend to the rest of the fine restaurants when you're hankering, she's hankering for some chicken with coleslaw <laughs> and scones. You, yeah, you take her to the to the restaurants, the old Dutch restaurant, and at the end of the meal, the bill comes. What will you do? Will you pay the bill, John, or will you go Dutch? Is, is that where the expression comes from? I mean, I thought it meant something different. So go go Dutch is to separate the bill, is that right? Yeah, it means each person plays their own part of the bill. That's what go Dutch means. I don't know what you what what else you're thinking. Oh no, I'm thinking of some of the other expression. Yeah. <laughs> so like not the one we're talking about now. No, I, I'm thinking about go commando, but that means something totally different. <laughs> Mm, yes okay that's right i'm not wearing underwear isn't it it is yes. i don't know where we, <laughs> we got to that point no go dutch you know should we go dutch okay yeah, yeah. you pay your part of the bill i pay mine wow okay no that's an interesting one isn't it and uh is that a thing like do dutch people would they would always share the bill would they I think they're more likely to than Southern Europeans. However, I should say about this expression, again, it's disputed the origin. Some people say it's because, again, we had a conflict with the Dutch and we thought the Dutch were mean people, mean with everything, mean with money, so that they wouldn't even buy their, their date a meal. So we say, go Dutch. So that's how it got into the English language. However, again, don't shoot the messenger. That's, that's disputed. So... Maybe that's correct. Maybe not. Okay. Okay. Is that to cover your back when you get lots of abuse from messages? <laughs> get the lawyers. Yes. Well, I'll give you well lots of lots of words. I'll just read one or two out to you without going through their meanings, so just so you can see how many there are. Um, well, aloof. aloof, 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 which means you don't give direct answers to something. What's your name? Why do you want to know that? Don't be so aloof. That sounds a little bit French, doesn't it? Aloof. Aloof. It does sound French, but it's not. A deck, that's from the ships, of course. Deck, decoy, drug. Drug. Drug is, yes, yeah, from drogue which means dry barrels. 
something to do with some let's not, barrels. let's not look for an explanation now okay um, freight again another nautical term mm. okay so freight and golf golf apparently it comes from dutch i'm not sure about that i heard other things but that's what they say was that a sport invented in scotland though i thought so iceberg iceberg wow ice mountain means in dutch mm. splinter again that's connected with med medicine i'm going to give you one more word because it's not directly from dutch it's from afrikaans it's a very interesting word because it's one of those words which are important in one language but have no not interesting at all in another language not useful at all but in english it is quite everyone will know what this is and it is aardvark aardvark mm. well when you see it though it does look like that doesn't it aardvark but if you ask an english person aardvark you say aardvark they'll know what it is more or less they say oh it's an animal isn't it a bit of an ugly animal yeah, you, you know pretty. what aardvark is yeah they're, they're very nice animals <laughs> now of course <laughs> they're very nice animals. but of course the reason why it's so important in English is because it's the first word in the dictionary. Ah, yeah, because there's double A. <clears throat> it has double A, so it's the first word in the dictionary. So that's why aardvarks get discussed. And also, why there are lots of companies that call themselves Aardvark Limited. Because if you're looking for a plumber or something like that, or, or an electrician, you go down the list and say, oh, well, who's this? Aardvark Limited. Oh, I call them. Shouldn't we look down the list further down? Maybe there's something else. No, no, no. This I can't be bothered. Let's just get the first one. Aardvark Limited. Let's call them. So just by it's true. People are like that. People are like that. They don't want to scroll to page thirty-two to find Zeitgeist Plumbers. Zeitgeist Plumbers. Yeah, <laughs> I won't be very good as a if if I open up a plumbing company. I'm never going to get um, so the work. Well, so basically, you should have called your podcast Aardvark Banana. Is that what? You know, because perhaps maybe if I rename it Aardvark Banana, it's going to have better, better choice. But I'm, I'm not. <laughs> it's going to have more success. But I'm, I'm not sure that's how people choose their podcasts these days by looking Pro at an alphabetical list of podcasts. Pro probably not. That's true. No. Yeah, yeah. But it's, but it's true though. There are lots of companies called Aardvark because you, you immediately get a little bit of an advantage because mm. you're top of the list, especially if you're offering a service. I'm not sure if I would employ somebody called Arvark plumbers though I, I would expect them to turn up with long noses or something well i, I don't see the problem with that i mean what about apple computers what have apple's got to do with computers nothing so you're just using a name okay. which you, you can visualize no well fair enough that's a good point yeah i'll just give you one more expression before we finish all right yeah. And that is to speak double Dutch. Speak double Dutch. I like that expression. That's a nice one. What's it mean, John? Tell me. Speak double Dutch is not really making sense, is it? So you're kind of trying to express something and you don't really understand what I'm saying. You say, John, you're speaking double Dutch. Try and say it in a simpler way. Exactly. So the interesting about double Dutch is sometimes somebody's speaking your own language, your own language is speaking English, but you don't understand what they're talking about. Either they're not being clear or they're using lots of technical words. 
so you'll say okay yeah speaking double dutch there please speak more clearly and precisely yeah it so, would it would would be used wouldn't it potentially because you were talking about technology so i mean maybe if you you know were particularly geeky you could be like oh and john this has got an ssd and it's it's you know it's <laughs> i don't know it's yeah stuff like that yes indeed <laughs> and yeah it's difficult difficult to understand geek sometimes the origin is well you heard a lot of dutch i guess i think that's it you would hear a lot of dutch in england you wouldn't understand dutch so something was so complicated and it was even you say double dutch just have doubled the the level of complication of of, of weirdness so yeah that's how it got its name double dutch hmm so I guess it's is again quite pejorative, isn't it? Yes, all the expressions about the Dutch are pejorative. So how much yeah. we like them? Yeah, there are other expressions about the Dutch, but they're just not very common. Yeah, that's okay. why I didn't add them. I think I'll be a Dutch uncle. I'll be a Dutch uncle, which means uh, no way, absolutely no way. Pigs might fly, but I don't think people use that very much. I've never even heard that list. one. You never heard it? No, yeah. I think a lot of people haven't. Hmm. So there are a few others related to Dutch, but I just gave you the ones which are still in common, common use. Mm. Okay. That's very enlightening, though. I, I feel as if my English is better now. Yeah, but you see what I mean, John, that it's good. You should just definitely tell this to, to, to your, your students. Learn words of non-Latin origin. And yeah, some good ones out there. Why not? Yeah. Well, I think it really helps improve your vocabulary, doesn't it? So definitely, definitely, it kind of gives you more variety. Sounds a bit different. It sounds as if you're not emulating your 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 own language so much. And also, and also, you're learning a bit of Dutch as well. Exactly. <laughs> so your next trip to Amsterdam or Rotterdam or the Hague, you'll understand a bit better. Yeah. Well, exactly. Them. You, yeah. you you could yes exactly and you know if you're well, hankering I'm, a trip to the netherlands now's the time yeah there's, you could only eat certain foods though so yeah. <laughs> that's true that's true you could only eat uh uh coleslaw or pickles it's the only thing you can say yeah yeah the cookies much. okay john before we finish tell us who are you what are you doing here well i am john from English with Monty and English with Monty is a podcast which focuses on the English language as well and Gideon's on it too and that's what makes my podcast special because Gideon's on it <laughs> you're too kind and do watch our videos on let them talk tv on youtube thank you for listening I was going to say watching <laughs> thank you for listening and catch you next time bye see you next time bye